morning, good afternoon, good evening, Curious Anarchy podcast listeners. This is another episode of Curious News with myself, Jermaine G, and my wonderful, amazing, delightful, coercive co-host, Mark W. How are you, Mark? Coercive, you're here. Um, yeah. yeah, good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, yeah, I'm Jermaine, I'm great. Um, blessed again to be appearing with you. I think this may well be the closest I ever get to appearing with someone like Robin Williams. So um, it's a real blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's a pleasure to have you along this uh, long walk to awakening. <laughs> Check out the, uh, the that show on the curious. Oh, Anime that's podcast. a plug. <laughs> that was a good plug. I like that. Um, Okay, so we're going to be talking about a few different topics that are in the news currently. What would you like to start with, Mark? Okay, so it's been a long weekend. Been a long weekend and a lot of news about. Um, I noticed how parochial and how local news seems to be these days, but um, I want to look more as a global level. You know, we're going through a global pandemic and people tend to get very regionalised very quickly, you know. Look, oh, this is happening here, and look what's happening in here, and it's like this is a world, and the, and the issue is affecting the whole world. So, what struck me on the sort of like sixth item on the BBC News was India. India over the past two weeks has an incre- has had an increase of people with the virus of two hundred thousand people. And that's like what we've been battling with, battling with in Great Britain for the whole year, in two weeks. If I ask you, Jermaine, off the top of your head, how many people do you think have been uh, acknowledged as having the virus in India? Have a guess. Um, yeah, sorry, I haven't heard you. Wow. You know what? Well, their population is like short of a billion. Yeah, correct. So I would imagine we're talking maybe six million, five million. Twelve point five. Twelve point five million. Twelve point five million. Wow. Okay. You have to put that in perspective of a world crisis. Mm-hmm. Look at. I mean, like the biggest population in the world is China. We know that China have taken measures, having had numbers of viruses in there in the past to localise and almost eradicate the virus. So we know that they're in the biggest country in the world. In theory, it's sorted. I mean, we don't know the full fall, but as far as we know, it's sorted. They might be doing other things to try and narrow the size of their population, but we won't go into that right now. Um, but let's say it's sorted there. So in the second biggest country in the world, 12.5 billion, uh, millions, I keep saying billion, million, sorry, million people have the virus. I was imagining the third or fourth biggest country, which is America, the numbers are pretty high as well. So in the idea of it being a global pandemic, I'm just trying to, you know, nip it in the bud, stop it from spreading to become worse. These are terrible figures. And they're terrible figures as a planet. Forget where you live, but think as a planet, because what goes around comes around. So I wanted to start with that news item. People, please keep an eye on what's happening in India. It's very, very important. And we need to be conscious, very conscious of how it's moving in India. And also for the health and safety of the Indian people. You know, things like social crowding, 
for social distancing as well. It's very difficult to do in a lot of places in India. Mass overcrowding. Okay, so I started with that. What's on your mind, Jermaine? Um, the first thing I wanted to touch on <coughs> is um, this news article that I've seen um, on Twitter. Um, oh, yeah. Wikipedia are in the news. Okay. For their lack of diversity. So apparently, 87% of Wikipedia's editors are men. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't majority, realize that. The majority of them are European or American. That kind of gives you a bit of an indication of generally which, which race they'll be. Yeah, but yeah. they haven't done the figures on race. Oh, they haven't? So that, that, that's outstanding. Um, but I just think that that's interesting on the back of this whole last year, the theme of it has been diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What measures are they going to take to to restore some kind of balance? So just for, just for the oldies out there like myself, because I was told by someone that apparently you, anyone can write on Wikipedia, like you could make a profile of someone and say, oh, this is what they've done in their life and it might not be true. Uh-huh. What is Wikipedia? Wikipedia is basically an online encyclopedia. So right. if you're looking to find out details about anyone, say Elon Musk, you can go into Wikipedia and it will give you a load of information about him. So birth, where he was born, date, um, his early years. It's basically like a reading a short bio on someone. And then you have the other side where you can look at like quantum physics and it will tell you what quantum physics is and it will have links to other bits and pieces. So, sorry, if I I could interrupt you for a second, what was, on a bigger level, what is it like? So, is it a company? Because you said Um, Wikipedia is predominantly this and I was like, what is Wikipedia? Is it like Google? It's a big company, is it? Sort of, but it's, it's, it's more for finding out information on a certain thing. So, whereas Google will bring up a load of websites, in fact, Google tends to bring up Wikipedia. No, no, sorry. Well. Uh, misunderstand um, what I'm asking you. I understand right. what, what they what they perform. What I'm saying is who actually owns them or runs them or whatever. You know, like, so with Google, I understand that there are people that are on the board that run Google. Mm-hmm. Is Wikipedia the same as that? I'm trying to get to the bottom of, of diversity within the organisation. Is it an organisation? Is it a loose-fitting set of... I mean, what is it? It's uh, basically they're owned by an, an American organisation yeah. called Wikimedia Foundation. Right, fine, thank you. That's what we need to know. So That's the, it sounds like, yeah. So they, they rely on contributions and investments from probably private companies, etc., etc. Right, um, so, so they are a, there is a company that could say, right, we want to make it more diverse, for example. Yeah. Okay, that's the bit we kind of need to know, because, yeah. I mean, not yeah. what it performs yeah. is different, because, you know, so, like, for example, if I went on Wikipedia today and I wrote, Jermaine has got four arms, yeah. would that be allowed to stay? That would probably be allowed to stay. Because people, okay. have, people have edited okay. people's Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, when people find out, the editor then will change. So there's an editor, right? That's the bit I'm I'm kind of getting to, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So there is an editor. The person that that creates the 
the the thing, um, the profile on whatever it is, um, or um, oh, what's the other one? It's gone now. But anyway, yeah. So uh, Wikimedia Foundation. So they're, they're, okay. they're, they're owned by a non-profit charitable organization headquartered in San Francisco, California. Okay, so you'd have thought in California there would be one place that you'd expect a little bit more diversity and, and representation, wouldn't you? Well, I suppose, but if you're talking about Silicon Valley, then I think oh, okay. Silicon Valley is kind of privy to all of that. Like okay. diversity too. Um, so yeah, what's next for you, Mark? Okay, so I want to bring up something. It's it's about a specific person in the country, but it it, it also goes across to the, Trump when he was in America and and the chap that's running Brazil and the chap who's running Great Britain. Um, I want to talk about Netanyahu in in Israel. He's he's up in charges of corruption at the moment, right? And in the same way that we've seen with the other people I've mentioned. This doesn't seem to, to be a obstacle to them running the country. You know, he's actually going to court to face charges of corruption in the same way that Trump was going to court to face charges of um, of oh, sorry, what was it again that he was he was um, being a impeachment impeachment wasn't it? You know, but he was yeah, being a <laughs> um, Well, the point is the double standards of these people. Not necessarily the, the, the politicians, who we know have got double standards and we have no illusions. You know, going through the history of time, leaders have been corrupt and, and we, uh, I thought, sorry, allegedly corrupt, I should say. Um, yeah, thank you, um, thank you. Uh, yeah, um, however, it's their supporters I worry about. Large numbers of people that turn out and support these people on the basis that they've made a little bit of profit themselves and don't want to lose what they've got. This, this privilege. So, you know, you, I saw a TV item today where there was a whole host of people coming out in support of him outside the courtroom. Um, and that is privilege, you know, that they are trying to defend the privilege that they have had under his reign. Mm-hmm. You know, while other people have suffered and there's been incredibly um, a lack of, of fairness and, and injustice in the country. And like I said, you know, we could go to America, Brazil, England, and many, many other countries if we wanted to actually go deeper down that line. Yeah. It's the hypocrisy of people that support them. And I was first made aware of this in Chile when President um, Pinochet uh, overthrew the, the government of the country in about 79, 73. I can't remember. Exactly. wasn't he? Pinochet. Say again? He was. Was he a dictator? Yeah, yeah. But he yeah, overthrew okay. the country. And on top of it, large numbers of the middle classes supported him because they believed that the government at the time was a more egalitarian government for everyone and they didn't like it and that is privilege so to me even today we're sitting here watching it's like it shouldn't even be open to question there was a time a politician there was a time historically where politicians would stand down over charges of corruption even if it was you know 100 true or not they just once you've been smeared by and sportsmen for that matter once you've been smeared by that brush people would stand down now it's like so what the attitude is so what and in this country, it's, it, you know, go back to the case with Dominic Cummings. You know, this this was a guy that drove across the country and was allowed to stay in position. You know, that's insane. He should have done the right thing by himself and stood down. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to understand the mentality of people that support these people. 
because it's a it's a kind of blind faith that's led to all kinds of atrocities around the world. You know, it doesn't matter what they say or do, we're going to support them. In a way, they become demigods because no matter what they do, they're immune to anything. So I, I, that's my one. What's your next one, Jermaine? I was going to say we're, we're, it seems that we're a little bit like lemmings. Yes, yes, exactly. Although, did you know that lemmings are actually real? Yeah, yeah. Actual, like, I, I did not know that. I knew that's, about where the it, that's where it came from. They actually were creatures that jump over off cliffs. Yeah, yeah. And um, it happens periodically. I was, no, I was but, really surprised to read about that. But the difference here is that <laughs> these are lemmings that drive four by fours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, as well, just a quick one. Um, Seaspiracy. Mm-hmm. There's a new documentary oh, yeah. type film that's out on Netflix um, by Kip Anderson. I know he has some involvement with it. He's also been involved with Cowspiracy and What the Hell. Um, so if you're listening, please check that out on Netflix. It's a really interesting um, take on the impact that human beings have and how the sea is is extremely valuable to us. Um, so yeah, there's some really interesting things to take from that. It'd be great to hear your thoughts on that as well. Um, so if you can, if you've watched it, please hit us up on uh, the Twitter, at underscore Curious Anarchy. Um, and also, we're available on Instagram, at underscore Curious Anarchy. And just to close, um, I've just seen on the Business Insider. Oh, yeah. Four people have been chosen to orbit Earth in the first ever all civilian space mission. Wow, brilliant. Cool. Who cool. do you think's leading this? this Musk. Must be Musk. <laughs> Absolutely. You've got 4,000 rockets up there anyway, but it must be you. Um, I've got a couple of quick ones, um, although please hit us up on any of these stories if you want to put an input in. We know you're yeah. listening all over the world, so please put an input in. Um, a couple of quick things that have seemingly not been as covered as well as they could have been or should have been if it had been other people. First of all, there have been flash floods in Indonesia and East Timor that have killed over 100 people, barely on the news. Well, if you're listening in those countries, I'll really reach out to you guys. It's terrible, you know, terrible what's going on. And uh, you're not even mentioned in the news. You know, this should be front page news. People dying like this in flash floods. It's terrible. And where is that? Yeah, uh, and East Timor. East Timor, okay. Now, the, the other thing I want to bring up that hasn't been really mentioned as much as it should have been is a missing schoolboy in East London called Richard Okoroye. He's been missing now for over three weeks. Um, be, there have been much higher profile kids who've gone missing who are in all the press and there's hunts immediately. It's taken three weeks for action to happen on this case because it's been perpetuated through Facebook. So people, if you're using Facebook, use it as a campaigning tool because it does make changes. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like uh, police are digging uh, uh, into rivers and swamps to look for his body. So they're not particularly optimistic. There's two news stories that I think have to be mentioned. We can't we can't ignore these things. We have to we have to be conscious of these things. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Jermaine? Um, no, nothing else. I'm going to uh, go and have a little uh, look up at some of these stories and see what's happening. Um, okay. I'm going to be recording more. a bit later on, hopefully. Um, another episode of uh, ooh, something else. 
But um, yeah, it'll be coming soon. Don't worry, Q. Can, can, can I just finish off with yeah. a quick story? Actually, well, not quicker, but one that I actually feel quite passionate about. It's the double standard uh, during this virus. The double standards. And it first came to my attention because there's been a lot of conflict in Northern Ireland at the moment. Uh, the, a lot of youth doing petrol bombs at the police. And, you know, historically it's been a sectarian thing. But I've heard a number of commentators on the radio saying what it's actually about is that people in Northern Ireland have been restricted to their homes because of the virus. You know, not been able to attend funerals and weddings of their close ones. I mean, people have lost family members and couldn't attend funerals. And a number of leading politicians in that country have attended a funeral of a friend. Right. So it's like the double standards. There's thousands attended this funeral for this celebrity, whoever it was. And people can't go to their own family funerals with small numbers there, you know, with more than 30. And it's, and the same thing happened with flying. So, you know, we're talking about all, two weeks ago, I think it was, Boris Johnson said they will find people that go abroad unnecessarily. Right. You were hearing about businessmen and politicians are going abroad all the time. This idea that we're all in this together is simply not true. Mm. There is a double standard at play here and we need to acknowledge it because the problem is afterwards they're going to try and maintain we all went through this together like the Blitz and all this kind of stuff. It's not the case. You know, businessmen can come into Britain, travel where they want, etc. No one put any restriction on them. And yet... If, if you were to go abroad and come back, Jermaine, you'd have to stay two weeks in a hotel at your own cost. How is that fair? How is that legitimate? So I wanted to raise that as my final point because I think it's crazy. I think, I think you know, expecting people to accept this double standard is not sure to say. Farmy. Right. So I think that's it for today. I'm curious. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's wonderful to have created this short with you. I hope that you listeners have taken something from this. And um, please go and check out some of those news and, and share and support. And especially, uh, is it Richard? What was his last name? Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> I had it a second ago. I didn't know you were going to come back to me that quickly. This, this, this it's is Richard. what happens working on the fly. Richard Okorohe. Okay, Richard Okorohe. Yeah, thank you. I've okay. got a cold. Thank you. No um, worries. And I want to say, people, if you if you out there and you didn't get the chance, listen to Jermaine uh, interviewing a woman called Sandra. Amazing interview. And one thing she taught us is that be the change that you want to see. So I highlight the hypocrisy and stuff because I want people to be the change they want to see in this world. So when you go out there today, try and for yourself and for others, encourage people to be the change they would like to see. Have a good day out there. Brilliant. And just to finish off, in addition to being the change that you want to see, work on, this is another quote from Sandra Murphy, the equine specialist or whisperer, um, <coughs> unconscious competence. Yeah. Develop that. Thank you very much. This is Curious Muse on the Curious Anarchy podcast with myself, Jermaine G and Mark W. That'll be all for me for today. Thank you and take care. Good Be morning. careful out there. Bye.